Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Cat Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Me and a guest ranking things in Star Wars. It's a pretty simple concept. And, well, it's the holidays, and I think I wanted to focus on gifts, gifts g- gift-giving, or, more importantly, Star Wars things in the past. Promotional tie-ins is what we're calling it, but these are uh, pieces of memorabilia, p- pieces of promotional items that are maybe outside the norm. We're not talking uh, we've got uh, you know action figures, Kenner figures, or Lego sets or anything like that. Uh, we're talking about those things 
that are either weird, wild, memorable, outside that normal scope. And to get me, not through it like a, it's a task, but it's, it's a fun journey of memories here, uh, back to the show, back to Force Center. Please welcome one of the best producers in the biz, Billy Biz, Billy Patterson. Thanks, man. I, I love Star Wars Ranked. I yeah. think this is, uh, look, the, I love the main show, the Super Star Destroyer, yes. but, but I love the Shuttle Tidarium <laughs> that, is, that is Star Wars Ranked. This, this is, is always a fun time. This is definitely a, a Lambda-class shuttle going down to the planet's core. This uh, this is, uh, you came on Star Wars Rank recently, a couple episodes. We, not only do we have just fun, um, I just have enjoyed talking Star Wars with you more and more. And I don't, I don't know what to, it's, uh, by the way, so thank you to Billy. We are, uh, I'm on the road recording in your studio today. Yes. I couldn't record at my house. Uh, and I'm looking around your office. You, tell this story real quick. You pulled out all of your old action figures, and we're—it's like wallpaper, floor-to-ceiling wallpaper of it's, mostly Star Wars figures. I pretty much Applebeezed the walls. <laughs> yes, there's, you can barely see any. There's like one blank spot yeah. that's for like for that's 2020. That's that's, <laughs> Everything else is just wall. And amazing. the way I sold it was, hey, if I have people come over for podcasts, I got to soundproof it. Oh yeah, this is great soundproofing. <laughs> oh yeah, and you've got some. You got Jurassic Park. You got Raiders of the Lost Ark poster. You got some Batman, Joker superhero stuff but i mean we're talking from uh we got some rise of skywalker figures i'm looking at right now three and three quarters zori bliss uh, a knight of ren ray poe um and then uh you got the last jedi crate luke three and three quarters i'm looking at that you got some classics uh, a lot of the ones that me and scrimshaw have been ranking on star wars rank recently you got including luke in back to tank with his space underpants which i didn't even know that i bought uh, when my <laughs> my mom brought about six giant rubbermaid tubs full of figures and said get them out of my house now that you have one That's and right. so i just i cleaned them all off i put them all up and yeah <laughs> it was funny uh i listened to the ranked episodes and yeah. i was like man I, I wish i had some of these and and then opening those boxes like, oh, I definitely have some <laughs> definitely. of Definitely. It's impressive. And you got your, your Kiss stuff over in the corner, too. You, you and I, uh, you're probably more of a Kiss fan than me, but I'm definitely uh, in uh, in the Kiss. But I, I think the Kiss thing yeah. ties in because, yeah. obviously, I'm a guy yeah. that loves things that can be merchandised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. And, then, and this is and so um, this was actually your idea of a topic. I, I emailed you. You're, you are truly a great producer because I email, emailed you and was like, hey, let's do some episodes if you have anything you want to rank, which is pretty common of me to ask of guests, and you would come up with some great topics. Last time, you sent me a number one, a great list. We're going to get to a lot of them, actually. Uh, then you sent me your list for this first one here, and you had links. You had everything. I was like, this guy produces. Like, uh, the, This is why you you were better at uh, the Screen Junkies job than I ever was, because you're a producer, man. I'm also a master procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true too. laughs> um, so we got a, a great list, and again, this is best promotional tie-in Star Wars products. Uh, these are things that, uh, like I said up top, these are not necessarily the figures or things that are in the normal scope, but also there's some big ticket items here. So uh, without further ado, Billy, if you're ready, we'll start our list here. We work our way five to one here on Star Wars Ranked, and we're going to start with your number five. So like I said, Mm -hmm. mom brings couple Rubbermaid tubs of stuff. And it's not just Star Wars toys. You're looking at a lot of them, but also sure. all my books and magazines okay. and everything of Star Wars. And I had tons of stuff that, a lot of stuff that we're going to get to in this episode. Yeah. But as I'm taking everything out and I'm very, you know, Jurassic Park uh, with like a little toothbrush <laughs> kind of cleaning everything off, there's a gooey substance on a lot of things oh, in no. one box. I'm thinking, <laughs> what is this? And I was like, did an animal get in here? Is this 
this like possum pee or something. And I was like, no, it actually smells really good. I get to the bottom of the tub. I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I love this. And this is my number five. This is my galactic lotion body wash, <laughs> Queen Amidala from Star Wars episode one. So it's, <laughs> it's a bottle of body wash with a little Queen Amidala screw on head and at the top. We're like we're talking full queen headdress. Yes, we're talking like uh, the beginning of episode one where she's uh, listfully looking out the window <laughs> as her oh, as everyone shot. is. Great yeah. shot. Great uh, shot. It's that whole headdress, <laughs> I will, but it's I will not condone a course of action <laughs> that leads to unwashed body parts. <laughs> but the great thing is, is that the the reason why I, look, I don't know why I bought this. I, yeah. there, this was around the time where if it had the Star Wars logo on it, oh, yeah. I, if it was uh, a new muffler, I would have bought it if it had <laughs> Star Wars on it. Uh, but the the thing that I love about this, mm-hmm. I think this was a precursor yeah. to Star Wars Galaxy Edge because mm. they could have just said, look, Star Wars body wash. Yeah. No, sir. This is galactic lotion. <laughs> the fact that they even remotely tried to canonize this thing as if, do you want to smell like a true Nubian? Yeah. Do you? Then yeah. you can have the Naboo-approved galactic lotion that Amidala herself, she is the best dressed, she yeah, is yeah. the cleanest She's person cleanest. in a dirty galaxy. I want to smell like <laughs> Padme Amidala, and now I can. Now you can with Galactic Body Wash. Do you recall? I mean, if you saw the, is it is it just marketed generally? It's it's not. Uh, they didn't go down some gender lines, right? Like uh, girls wash with Amidala, boys wash with John no, Jar actually, or something. You know what's funny is I don't know if. It must have been, but yeah. it's actually uh, kind of like how all the all the Phantom Menace stuff had that kind of red Darth Maul yes, kind yeah, of marketing. Yeah, yeah, marketing but yeah. this had more of the power of the Force kind of green. Yeah. So it's a black bottle with the green uh, with the green sticker on the front of Star Wars Galactic Body Wash, <laughs> and then the, the Amidala head. So it, it is very uh, gender neutral. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. which is interesting, which is great, but also interesting because. Back then, so Phantom Menace, I'm a lot younger. I'm in my early 20s. Um, buying it would have not been any less weird. But you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if they release that now, and I was in Target, and I'm like, uh, do, you, uh, do you have the Queen Amidala Galactic Body Wash in storage? Why, sir? <laughs> the Galactic <laughs> Lotion, which just makes it so much more awkward and weird. And by the way, yeah. look, my wife, she she develops uh, yeah. body care products for okay. a living. Yeah. This stuff is pretty much like dumping battery acid on yeah. your skin. It is horrible for you, which just makes it that much better. Uh, I love it. That is a great start to our list. This is why the list was created, and I love that it's uh, your number five, which means it's only going to get better from here. Uh, we're on to my number five, and I, I was I, I had a couple different options, and, and I wanted to make this list you know, unlike some of the figure episodes where uh, Joseph and I have been uh, ranking a lot of them lately, where we sometimes have to include things that we didn't own or we wanted to own or even look back now and go, gosh, I didn't even know that existed, but I'm going to put that on my list just because it was impossible. Uh, not for you. But it was impossible <laughs> for us to pull every figure out of storage. Um, 
I really wanted this list to be something that has been in my hands, right? And I think your list is similar. Yes. So that was kind of what inspires. I looked at your list. I was like, this is all things that I, I bet Billy has in a Rubbermaid storage box right now. <laughs> um, so I didn't, I, because I, 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 did I did a Google search for like weird items to refresh my memory. They're out there. They're out there. And I'm like, but, the C3PO, yeah. tape dispenser. We get it. We sure. get it. I thought, what? I'm going to start with one of the ones that back in that era. So this is 97. This is not, not only special edition era, but remember, that was the 20th anniversary of New Hope. Right. So a lot of things started rolling off the assembly lines that weren't there before. It was really like, hey, that thing, but Star Wars. Galactic Lotion, but Star Wars. <laughs> And for me, my number five is Star Wars Monopoly. Yeah. Um, and we did that on Force Center. Me, Joseph, and Jennifer did play a round of it uh, as part of a Patreon goal. It was a lot of fun. And that was the first time since, I want to say, 97, I pulled it out of storage and opened up the package. And that's where I found my 1980 uh, Kenner minifigs that I thought I'd lost. Did you stash them? I had put them in there because I was using them as playing pieces. Oh, that's brilliant. These are the little die casts, the tiny little minis that went out of out of uh, print, so to speak. Actually, uh, I had a couple of those, yeah. They were great. It was a great set. Yeah. I, so I was like, Joseph was there. He witnessed it off. We were off camera. And I opened it up. I'm like, that's the thing again. He's like, what? I'm like, that's the 3PO. I had the whole Rebel and Imperial Snowtrooper set. So, but Star Wars Monopoly, a lot of great memories. I, I was in working in radio at the time, and I was the morning show DJ, and my friend uh, Megan was the nighttime DJ. She'd get there like 6 p.m. And we were friends. We'd hang out a lot. And so I'd often show up. She was a big Star Wars fan. And this was new. So we'd show up. And while she was working her shift, she'd be, you know, hey, K-95, here's Aerosmith. We'd play Star Wars Monopoly. And this also came with, like, it was our first look at Coruscant um, special edition stuff. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. a little bit later, you got that uh, Trivial Pursuit, which had a deck of cards that previewed the new movies coming out. But this was our first, like, it was, and we played it so incessantly, because, again, it was so cool to be like, Monopoly, but you're buying Endor. <laughs> <laughs> and we were obsessed with this game. We'd have some friends over to the radio station, and uh, I don't know if our program director ever cared. Um, and it was just, I remember, this is coming out of that dark ages of Star Wars that you always hear some of us older pundits talk about of the late 80s, or early 90s, up until the Power of the Force 2 line, uh, where it was like, you know, we got a bendy. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. this is it. And this was like, I can't believe I'm playing Star Wars Monopoly. It was so fun. You had little, like, uh, I think what Falcons and Star Destroyers, whatever you put on the, on the, on the, playing board so i don't know if you got a chance to play it i've actually never played monopoly ever Wait, any the version game wow. the game monopoly yeah i've wow. never played it before were you raised in a bomb shelter <laughs> with nothing but star wars toys i mean Not i think I was, this. I was pretty dumb as a kid so <laughs> trying to explain to me the finer points of real estate yeah. and uh, money laundering was probably too <laughs> i like to guess who it's like does he have go. a nose yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> but i've yeah. actually never played monopoly but i would play a star wars one. if you gotta be tough are you dumb you gotta be, be tough, tough. Yeah. um yeah, Yo, you'd love this. You'd love this. You'd love this. Um, yeah, just it did it did what you wanted to do. You kind of felt as though you were moving through the galaxy, which I I love that. I I've yeah. also wanted to get the Risk one. Oh yeah, I've never played Risk, but I was like, if I'm gonna play it, I went through a Risk phase uh, late high school. Me and my friends did the whole uh, three day weekend Risk game. You know, um, dressed up in character, which. Might Kramer have probably led Newman. to yeah, probably led to some inappropriate choices in our life. Dressed up as World War II characters, um, hmm, yeah, yeah, might some have been those pictures. Uh, yeah, service. that's not. Uh, luckily, <laughs> disposable cameras not as available then. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Star Wars Risk would be intriguing. I know they make it. 
I figure that would be something like you, me, and uh, Joseph uh, could probably take two weeks off from work and just <laughs> play. <laughs> so that's my number five, Star Wars Monopoly, which means we're up to your number four. Yeah, this one is interesting, um, not because of its originality, but I kind of see Star Wars mm-hmm. in in two different phases. There's There's one part of Star Wars which is the literal Star Wars. That's right. like, I'm very into the movies. I'm very into the concepts of lightsabers and the force and right. blah, 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 blah. So that, that, that's like the literal Star Wars that is part of my life. Right. There's another part of Star Wars, which I feel like this whole list kind of encompasses, but it's more of the, the ethereal feeling of Star Wars where something Star Wars related triggers more memories, more thoughts of where I was at that time. It's kind right, of like, right. have you ever walked into a room and for no reason at all, you're like, smells like 1995. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this one on my list definitely feels that way. This is the Star Wars Episode Two serial. Uh, (laughs) And I say it's not original because even I went to the grocery store this morning and there's Rise of Skywalker cereal. Star Wars cereal, not a new thing. But this one, for whatever reason, I, I... First of all, if you want the the quick path to diabetes, this was <laughs> this was literally uh, Captain Crunch yeah. with the marshmallows from Lucky Charms, and that was the cereal. <laughs> like the two this. best yeah. parts of childhood <laughs> obesity in one bowl. Yeah, <laughs> um, and Star Wars themed. <laughs> right? Yeah, was it good? As as good as a bowl of Captain Crunch is? Yeah, like, right. Like so, yeah. I think for me, it's more when I think of. Star Wars Episode Two serial. It's right. not so much eating it or even seeing it at Costco. Mm. I bought it in bulk, sir. By the way, <laughs> I ate Star Wars Episode Two cereal well into the DVD release of this movie. Um, but it's more two more bowls left. <laughs> it's like oh God, Revenge of the Sith comes out next month. I gotta finish, I gotta finish that. Finish. It's more like what I remember yeah. Star Wars episode two serial reminds me of the spring mm-hmm. of 2002. And it was just yeah. like this kind of magical time in my life. I was a sophomore in high school. Right, right. So like when I think of Star Wars episode two serial, I think of like long conversations on the phone with my high school girlfriend yeah. while I'm playing. Um, <laughs> oh, it was one of the, the Jedi games on the computer. Sure, right, yeah. I don't, Jedi outcast. Oh, okay. And I had, yeah. I had modded it so I could be <laughs> like Darth Maul in, you know, he's still alive <laughs> in my story. So I think, I think, yeah, like George heard you <laughs> even, <laughs> um, actually, uh, <laughs> uh, when I even, if I have a bowl of Captain Crunch cereal now, I will revert back to thinking it's it's the this cereal, and then I'll revert back to thinking of the summer of, of 2002, which was just a great summer. Look, besides yeah. just like episode two coming out, and at the time I declared it the best Star Wars movie because it was the newest. Sure. Um, but sure. it was more just like that was such a fun summer. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's hard to pinpoint why this product actually like it's probably not a great Star Wars tie-in. Yeah. But in my life, it's like this weird anchor to a great time. Uh, Yeah. That's, I think a lot of people have that with things, items, um, you know, we're like Ray grabbing a lightsaber and going, suddenly I have memories. I don't know. But like for me, like if I hear uh, mysterious ways by you two, I go right back to the summer 
of 92. Right. Like I just, it's a, it's a time machine and it's really Tom Cochran's life is a highway. He does that to me too. Where like summer 92, I'm going into junior in high school. I don't know my life. Uh, and so I know you probably, you probably taste it in your mouth when you think about it. Oh yeah. And hear the conversations about I, Duke. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like, I see the, the little reflection on the hologram of the, of the, of the, of the box yeah, with yeah. Obi-Wan. There was one with Obi-Wan. And then if you went to Costco and you were a fatty, it had Django on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a double. Uh, Mom, can we buy that in both places? <laughs> yeah, I was the like, Django. Yeah, I'm gonna need the uh, the double here, but yeah, I think uh, just just the taking me yeah. back. If if any of these are a time machine, I think yeah. the 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 Star Wars serial is. It. I love the specificity of what you of what you, you're saying here, because uh, you could just say Star Wars serial. Because yeah, I had that C3PO serial or whatever growing up, and and uh, don't have as t- as memories directly tied to the box like you right. do. but that's what i love about this because this is you have it in your hands and you think uh and it's going to come up on my list too of just like this just boom strikes a memory yeah it's beautiful and then it ties into star wars and then like you said you're sitting there in the summer of 2002 attack the clones is the best star wars movie ever and did they did that was so it was just generically marketed as attack the clones serial it was right? it was star wars episode two serial all right it, there was no like, like it wasn't like a special edition of yeah. Captain Crunch or something. It was just this is the this cereal. Is, this is like they like kit bash some cereal together. <laughs> yeah, they're just like yeah, well, yeah. Here you go. And I saw, again, I saw it today with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it was just like Kylo Ren on the box. It was just Star Wars cereal. I was like, man, I hope some kid You're, like. I hope this is ingrained in their in their yeah. weird little DNA. You're inspiring me. I might just um, you know I. I on doctor's orders really cut cereal out of my life a few years ago. <laughs> uh, did you have a lot of C-3PO cereal as a kid? <laughs> yes. That's got to stop. Um, I might just pick up for old time's sake a Rise of Skywalker cereal. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same concoction of Captain Crunch I'm, and Marshmallows. I'm just wondering. They sh- I think there was a missed opportunity if it was generic. They could have divided up and been like Count uh, Dooku, oh, Chocula cereal, <laughs> and uh, Jar Jar Crunch, or something like that. No, it's just very plain Jane, and I, I guess I kind that. of appreciate that about it. It yeah. was just Star Wars cereal. I love it. Well, that is a great number four. Uh, you can taste it on our on our memories in our mouths. My number four is something that came into my life recently, though it had been around and it is licensed. I'm reading this description here, double checking a little bit of facts. Uh, it, it appeared at a Star Wars Celebrations uh, convention in Orlando in 2010, according to the internet here. It came into my life in 2015, and it is this Lando Carusian Celebration 5 exclusive cologne. <laughs> oh, wow. And what is it? I, I don't speak French, but E Lando, uh, uh, E A U, that's probably translates French. <laughs> um, all of our international <laughs> listeners are like, you guys get to watch The Mandalorian before us, and you can't pronounce these cologne names. Um, so this came into my life uh, when I started working at Screen Jockeys. And one of the first uh, duties I had was a show, an unboxing show we were creating. And it was originally created for another YouTuber. And at the last minute, they got Kevin Smith to host it with Jason Muse. Me and my friend Juwan Guillory we were putting together the show on orders uh, from the higher-ups there. So it was just like, find weird things to unbox that are toy-related, movie-related, that Kevin and Jason can open and go, what? Um, I was eventually removed from it because I kept finding bad I, it was they're like this isn't exciting and they, were, and they were right because I ordered the complete Star Wars cologne set I had to find it and this one I'm looking right now the link is on eBay but the Lando one so I don't know where it is it might be in your office because you're still working with screen junkies it is the Lando one and it comes with the Lando cape 
It comes with a cape. Oh, come on. It's a bottle with a little spritzer, and it has Lando's Bespin cape, the blue and the gold. And I pull it out of the package, and I'm just like, this is great. And yeah. everyone there was like, Kevin's not going to want to play with that. I'm like, well, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> this was really just yeah. a way for you to expense your weird Star Wars yes. uh, wants. Um, and I didn't – it, it remained there somewhere, and I just – Again, I didn't know 2010. I mean, I, I've always been a passionate Star Wars fan, but I wasn't up to date. I didn't go to celebration uh, events until 2015, so uh, I missed this one completely. And it was just like, this is this. I needed this in my life. <laughs> I think these like things like this, and yeah. and first of all, this pair that's greatly with galactic lotion it does um, the ultimate toiletry kit but this is the stuff that i really love where it's like star war it's like silly yeah. but also just kind of like i would wear it you know look i yeah. wore kiss cologne for a full year yeah. it gave me a horrible eczema but i still i still used it <laughs> that's that was a design with a drop of their blood in it <laughs> <laughs> why, is it, why is it causing me to itch? It's got Peter Chris's blood in it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what's funny? I'm looking at the – it comes in a tube with Lando's face on it, like a Billy D front and center. And then when you pull out of the box, got the cape. It's like like you just said, this is silly. This is silly. I would display this right now on my bookshelf. Of course. And we Star Wars fans just – you can get us with that because – you know, it's that thing of the toys represent the movie, and it's the only way we can kind of show our love and and uh, affection for the the characters is to you know Billy Billy D's re- real, Lando's not real, so I can't go meet Lando. I can meet Billy D at Wizard World and have some funny stories with there. Um, but on the shelf, people people would walk into my home and be like, if this if this was there, oh, you love Lando, and that's a cape on a bottle of cologne. Does <laughs> yes, he actually is. smell like that? Is yeah. what I really want to know. I want to know. Is if, that a canon smell? I think so. Yeah, I want to know because we know that they probably don't have a lot. They you know they don't have a, a lot of say in this, right? As Carrie Fisher would say, right? They, I, I look in the mirror, I give George a dollar. <laughs> I wonder if at any point this went across Billy D's desk. He was like, it's just like, all right, what do we have here? How much do I get for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do I, I get 10 cents for every spray. Like, what do I get here? Um, so anyways, that is my number four. Uh, there's other and there's other Star Wars scents out there. Jennifer Landa went uh, on a trip. She came back with, I think, uh, I think I got a chewy cologne. It's more recent. She gave. She brought a gift back for me. Does it Joseph. smell like wet dog? Yeah, like that's the <laughs> of all the scents, right? Of all, like you know, here's a here's bantha smell. That's, like, that's <laughs> why I use galactic lotion, <laughs> yeah, so I don't smell like a big Wookie. <laughs> that should have been a great solo promotional tie-in, right? Wookie shampoo. Oh man, missed opportunities. Anyways, and there's even a shower scene. Yes, that's it's what the I'm only shower scene in Star Wars that I can think of. Off that's the top where of my you head. need the galactic lotion. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you need it. Uh, that is my number four. We're up to your number three. Yeah. So this one. Um, it's this one might be a little interesting of a choice because uh, it's a poster and it's a licensed poster Ooh, okay. that they sold. Um, what makes it interesting is there are a million cool Star Wars posters that we saw mm-hmm. in this one. It's fine. I sent you the link. You saw yep. it like it, yep. it, it's uh, so basically it's the cantina. 
mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of uh, the cantina aliens that you know kind of we register immediately those are are the ones right. and it's got the the cantina band kind of on a on an elevated stage oh, yeah. and just in yellow letters it says you'll yeah. never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy there's no lightsabers there's no Luke there's no Han there's nothing that tells you this is Star Wars if you don't know it's Star Wars yeah. so why would I choose first of all this was the first Star Wars poster I ever had my mom gave this it to me was? my mom uh, gave it to me well, I should say Santa gave it to me for Christmas um, and I had this on the back of my of my door oh yeah uh, of my bedroom door so it was the first thing I saw when I woke up in the morning the last thing I saw uh, when I went to sleep I at night this might be nightmare inducing uh, yeah. but you know what the thing is I, I was trying to think I was like why when I think of like Star Wars imagery yeah. why is this stupid poster that's not even like the most yeah. elegant and I think it represents to me exactly what Star Wars is to a kid which is I, I implore everyone I'll, I'll post it on my Twitter when this comes out because yeah. I want everyone to see it I think this perfectly encapsulates what I saw of mm. Star Wars versus what is actually on the screen yeah. because George you know notoriously was like this is not what I wanted it to look like this looks cheap this right, looks right, claustrophobic right. but then when you look at this yeah it's this grandiose uh, fabrication this hyperbolic version of yeah. the cantina they're on this huge stage, stage yeah. it's got all this like crazy ambient lighting it looks like a looks like an Aerosmith show yeah. and I think that's what it's like my imagination ran wild. So when I thought of star Wars as a kid, when I thought of the cantina scene, this seeped into my subconscious and it just made it feel bigger. And I think that's a lot of these star Wars products and things just make star Wars feel so epic and grandiose because of things like this poster that's just ingrained in you. And I see it every day, every day, every day. So when I hear George Lucas do an interview, he's like, yeah, the cantina was disappointed. I was like, really? Because in my mind, (laughs) it's just this big, crazy collection of aliens. And I I honestly think this this poster is kind of like my link to like why I sometimes feel Star Wars is maybe bigger in in my in the legend than it was what it actually was. That's a great. That's great way to look at. It. That's some great insight uh, into how some of these these uh, pieces of memorabilia really do work, and how you know I talk often about my first image that stuck in my brain of Star Wars was Luke on the on the sail barge with the lightsaber, which really wasn't where I saw it. I thought I saw it in the trailer. It's right. later on. It, it just kind of molds into you know folds on it on and in on itself and becomes this image that I just remembered. So I love that you're probably sitting there staring at it as a kid, going, yeah. Yeah, that's the band. It's, right. That's what it feels like. And I'm always a little disappointed, too. I'm the, not just George, but there's a, some clips with Mark Hamill going, yeah, we, we read it in the script. It was great. And then we get to set, and there's like a grasshopper, and there's like, yeah, it was really disappointing. It's like, I, 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 I totally understand it. But like, as a, I go back to childhood going, no, no, there's crazy aliens everywhere. Yeah, what, are you like, what are you talking about? about? This thing's massively it, popular. It's really weird that there is nothing like official on it. Like, no, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, there it's might an be officially a, licensed poster, yeah, but yeah. it's just there's there's no Star Wars logo on it. There's yeah. no, I again, I don't, I'm not sure why. I think because my my mom just thought that was the funniest line in Star Wars for whatever reason. So right. when she found a poster that actually had that text on it. She was like, oh, that's the one he'll love. Right. But again, you know, like I said, Star Wars is two things. It is either the the literal thing or the ethereal thing. Yeah. I think this falls into 
when Star Wars goes into my subconscious, because, you know, yeah. if I can't fall asleep or if I slam my door because I'm mad that how many <laughs> how many hours of my life, if you calculate it, were yeah. spent looking at this one image. Must have know? been a real sad day when you pulled it down to put up a Cindy Crawford poster. But um, <laughs> I yeah, I I love too that this is one of your first pieces of Star Wars memorabilia that you had or remember. Yeah, it's very similar to me being a huge Beatles fan in the first album. I ever was given on cassette by my parents was the Beatles rarities album, which is outtakes German covers of their sleep. Uh, <laughs> sleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like, and, and like, how, how did I like, that was the first thing. And right. that's why, yeah. So to have your memory of this weird, and it's not even like nowadays you get the parody posters. Like this would be a legit advert ad, advertising. We've seen those for like figuring Dan and the modal nodes. Like, like it's a real band poster. Right. Like, right. This is just like a snapshot of the movie. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, speaking of snapshots of the movie, we're up to my number three, and this is uh, one of my all-time favorite things, promotional items in Star Wars. This is the Burger King glasses, and I'm going back, and it's so funny. You've, you handed me a glass of water here to drink, and it is uh, the first order uh, Last Jedi Coke-sponsored Star Wars glasses, the pint glasses. So this is kind of the precursor to all of that. I'm going back to the early ones. Now, I'm focusing specifically on the Return of the Jedi line. I, I do believe I don't know if there's a New Hope one. I don't remember that, but definitely an Empire one because I own I own now a Lando 1980 uh, Burger King glass that I got at uh, Orlando 2017. I flew back with it. Brave, brave. Um, or maybe it was Anaheim and I drove back. Either way, I have it. Um, but the Return of the Jedi ones I've started to go out and buy again when I can get them at stores. Uh, there's a place nearby me that sells them. Um, and I, I just have such a memory attached to them like you do with the cereal. Right. Uh, as a kid, seven, there was a Burger King in town that's still there, actually, in Royal Grande on Grand Avenue there, if you're a local. Um, I would go to that Burger King and buy a Whopper, and there started my health problems. But <laughs> my mom would get me the collector glass because you, you like that space movie. And I'll tell you, the, the Jabba's Palace one – so it has like Jabba on it. I think uh, there might be two versions. I can't remember. But what I remember is the Sarlacc Pit. And I would have like Kool-Aid, I guess, orange, reddish Kool-Aid my mom would make, right? I can remember like seven being disgusted about the – I didn't want to drink because when I was taking a sip out of it, the Sarlacc Pit was there. <laughs> I was like, this is disgusting. Like yeah, <laughs> like this is, this is bad. It, it ate all those guys. And, um, and that's a vibrant – Vibrant memory. It's just I can remember staring at the glass, going, "I don't want to drink out of that." Uh, um, and, and it just—it was truly too because there, uh, there were these scenes in the Endor one, and uh, and and the other things, a set of four, and Han and Leia, and everyone's on there. I I would sit at the dinner table and just stare at them and just replay the movie in my brain. Which is why this is stuff so powerful. And you're just zoned out, and they're yeah. like, what is he Kenny, doing? finish your corn. <laughs> uh, but Luke and Han are there. And I just love them, and they're just, they're, and it's, it's so weird. I don't know about you, like, you know, we're collecting type of, of, of people, but sometimes I just don't think to go out and get something that might have been from my past that I don't have anymore, right? I didn't, I didn't, at some point those disappeared from my life. And then it was at that, you know what, I do think it was Anaheim now, I think about 2015, because it's my first hour celebration. And I'm walking around having fun, and I saw one there for like nine dollars, and it was like that's the that's the Burger King glass. Yeah, these people remember these. Like 
you know, I'm the only Star Wars fan that went right. to Burger King in 83. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, I got to you want one? You want one? You want one? I was like, yes. And like for him, it was like, good, great. Give me your Get $9. Here, yeah. And I was just like walking, like hold it back, walking to my hotel. Like I have one again. This is amazing. It's like 2015. eBay's been around for years. <laughs> I can Craigslist anything. I'm just like, I didn't think these existed anymore. So it has a lot of memory attached to it for me. I don't know if you had what, what original set any at any point in your life. No, not not none of those. I think my 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 cup collecting would come later in life. Which we're gonna hear about as you're drinking out of yeah. the Mondo first order glass. Is that what it is the Mondo? It's co- the co- Texas uh, or oh, the Alamo Draft, Alamo Draft House. House. Yeah. And again, that's these work because they're like, hey, remember, let's yeah, do it again. Definitely. Drink it again for the first time. <laughs> so it's uh, my number three, which means we're up to your number two. So I'm glad our three and our two are where they are because yeah. I think this that dovetails. I'm going to answer now your question. <laughs> dovetails. Which <woo>. is, <laughs> um, so missed the Burger King okay. wave. Yep. I'm a couple years older, yeah. I, and I mentioned this, I think, on one of the other shows because yeah. it just, for whatever reason, is maybe the most quintessential Star Wars thing oh, for nice. me is the Star Wars Special Edition Taco Bell kids meals. Yes. Uh, this wow. was this was just for whatever reason. I I don't know why because I knew I knew that culturally Star Wars was this big thing and and before I got to it that it it existed on right, a, right, a right. large level but for whatever reason I was still just like wow I can't believe Star Wars is at Taco Bell like it's it's here <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's here for me yeah. and those first of all the boxes were so cool yeah. they were mm. normally the McDonald's or Taco Bell boxes they were just kind of cheap cardboard these kind of had this like layer of shine on them they were almost like oh, like borderline like, laminated like glossy yeah they were glossy yeah. hard stock <laughs> and you could either get you either got one from like a New Hope or I remember specifically the one from Empire Strikes Back where it's Han and Leia and 3PO and mm. Chewie in the Falcon cockpit. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like beautifully lit. And then the toys. Look, yeah. Kids Meals toys sure. are kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I will I will die on this hill that these are some of the most original Star Wars toys. Mm. Mm. Uh, maybe even uh, fast food toys for any movie tie-in ever. Ever. I ever I, the, like I, I told you there was like one was like a Rubik's cube and it was like a and you oh, just yeah. moved it or, or you could like flip it around. It was like a puzzle cube and it had different characters from the movies on them. Yeah. There was a floating, a floating Cloud City, oh, which yeah. was like it had like little magnets in it. So it would just kind of hover there for I a mean, second. That's that's that's. It's like that's crazy tech in look, '97. It's, it's almost as if the Imagineers took a smoke break yeah. and ended up just doing these real fast, but then went back to like making uh, Disneyland. Rides. Hey, Taco Bell needs some stuff. <laughs> like these weren't just like the yeah. the boring like here's like a little you know Millennium Falcon spaceship that right. has wheels on the bottom. It's like everything was so <laughs> creative. Pull it back the, and it goes to hyperspace. Was, there yeah. was a force, um, a dark light side where mm-hmm. it was if you turned the cube one way, it was Yoda, and if you turn the other cube, the cube uh, the other way. It was Darth Vader, and that's the one I told the story where I had to buy another one uh, because I just could not sleep at night, not knowing how this worked. And I didn't want to damage this one, but as soon as I got a second one, I popped that puppy open. I was like, I must know. It's half 
of awesome. each face with a mirror in the middle. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the, the Boba Fett, which was quote unquote flying, but he, he had a magnet in his chin and on the rock was the other magnet. So he was, he would kind flying of like a, like a bobblehead. Almost. And he's got some forearms. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very just, this is like yeah. holiday special Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just the, the thrill of, um, just the hunt of collecting, like it's Taco yeah. Bell. It's not like we're, we're, you know, I'm not Indiana Jones here. Uh, I can't imagine the kid who would go eat attack the clone cereal back then was like, ah, damn it, I have to get more tacos. <laughs> Look, it, uh, the later that summer, trying to get all those Batman and Robin cups to, yeah. to win to win George Clooney's Batmobile. I got 1997 was the year of the bell. Um, I lived south of the border, um, but I I just. Mm. You you talked about like if I I know eBay exists I know all these yeah, things yeah. exist but if I were to walk into any sort of convention uh, or yeah. pawn shop and saw the full set I don't think I could stop myself no. from getting them because they just they were just so cool yeah. they were just so great they That's, don't they don't make them like that anymore man I uh, I did I'm, I I'm not su- I'm familiar with it enough but not super familiar this 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 picture you sent is it's pretty awesome at Leia and 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 Yoda and R2D2 a Falcon um yeah that's and, and and again that's that era it's all coming back 97 yeah boom remember that thing you thought only you loved everyone did but that's so crazy cuz it's like it was coming back for you yeah. and it just was oh, and, here's this thing well, for, you know and i love that and 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 mon garrett that was her entry point into star wars too we used to talk a lot on jedi lines of she's like I, I didn't i didn't know i was 11 in 97 and boom what is this wonderful thing yeah uh mcclunky so uh <laughs> i i love that man Plus, you know, you're getting some tacos and burritos. I mean, t- taco Bell's great. <laughs> I love Taco Bell. If, you know, see, if my weakness, if Del Taco came up with some Star Wars stuff, I'd be there. <laughs> um, that's a great number two, right? Yeah, yes. that's your two? Yes. And then here's my number two. Then we'll take a quick break after that. Come back with honorable mentions in number one. But here's my number two. Going back, oh, to the glory days of 1999. Star Wars. You talk about Star Wars coming back. Oh, it's coming back. And I was waiting in line at Toys R Us at midnight for figures. Lego. Lego had a Star Wars license. Unbelievable. And then, as if we weren't in bad shape enough (laughs) health-wise, PepsiCo said, well, come get our Phantom Menace line of soda pop cans. Oh, yeah. And this is one that we a lot of people know. I am definitely not alone. You are not alone. And I went crazy. I was living with my my roommates at the time, Casey, uh, who uh, went on to work for SpongeBob for years. My friend Joel's a screenwriting teacher now. And then uh, my friend Aaron uh, Alexovich, who uh, worked on Invader Zim and all these things. They went on to great careers. I was one who was like, you guys want to get more Pepsi cans? Uh, I Phantom Menace, uh, and I guess they just didn't care. We, I, I was, I thought I was a good roommate, but I took up an entire shelf to just display all of them. I had pretty much all of them, I believe. Um, and then this is where our stories, Billy, kind of cross into a similar thing. Uh, the movie comes and goes. Um, Attack the Clones is two, three years away. Uh, kept them on the shelf. <laughs> One day I come home, my roommates, one of them, someone's like, I think something's wrong with your cans. <laughs> go into the kitchen, and several of them had expanded and exploded because I didn't drain them. I would never knew the pinprick whatever trick to drain. Yeah. And wow, there went my collection. <laughs> See, at least in your version, 
you really only have yourself to blame. <laughs> I really it's, only it's have me. It's just like, you know what? Okay, I guess my stuff's ruined. Yeah. I had them all. I, yeah. had, I had the whole set. Uh, didn't didn't drain either. Uh, if you guys don't know, Fresno, no one told me. Fresno, California, it's yeah. the Central Valley, uh, 110 summers, uh, oh, 30s yeah. and 40s in the winter. Yeah, um, those cans are gonna they're gonna do change. Some, yeah, they're, they're gonna go through some changes. There's some chemistry in action there. Some My science parents, at work. Uh, had just bought their new house, and oh, there was a a built-in shelf in my room. Oh yeah, just a very nice. And I tucked them in, and then all of a sudden, uh, I come home one day, and it is just Armageddon. They had just uh, about seven of them had just yep just. And it had it had clearly like, and then I found out later as I was taking them out to like clean and see what I could yeah. do. Like about I don't know six or seven of them had been slowly leaking for months, and I didn't realize yes. I just left this trail of just syrup. So uh, <laughs> look, it was a, the cool thing about those right, cans though yeah. was. For a lot of those characters, that's the first time I was like, oh, that's a character in this movie because they didn't have an action figure. Yeah, right, right. There was no Newt Gunray action figure when it start when the well, line yeah, when started. started. They yeah. didn't come till later. So I was like, okay, this character mm. and a little bio on it. And yeah, that's right. It did have the bio. You're yeah. right. Yeah, do you know I'm trying to re- I was trying to remember who the suspect was in my can collection. Which oh, one which was, one exploded it first? It was Mr. Exposition Rick Olay <laughs> that caused me to be in very big trouble the entire summer of 2000. This is what happens when cans expand. <laughs> <laughs> And this is me being grounded. That's right. You're a quick learner. (laughs) (laughs) So I know a lot of you out there probably have a similar story. Look, I don't know. No one told me. No No one said you could just drain these things. A little little pinprick at the bottom of the can. Take your time and drain them. Because I would buy a six-pack or a 12-pack or a (laughs) 24-pack, save one, drink the rest. Had to explain that later to a doctor. But um, (laughs) just there was no internet was, you know. Al Gore hadn't really got it up and running yet. We were all figuring it out, and like there wasn't like some Twitter feed of right. here's how to better, here's how to preserve your <laughs> your cans. Oh, so that is number two on my list. We are going to come back here after a quick break. Stick around, Star Wars rank. We're ranking the best promotional tie-in products. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, welcome back here to Force Center Star Wars Rank. Billy Patterson and I are here uh, looking back at the best Star Wars promotional tie-in items. We're having a great time. We've been talking about Star Wars Monopoly, Lando Cologne. We've got Taco Bell kids' meal toys, uh, Star Wars cereal that affected the futures of uh, a lot of young kids <laughs> at the time. Um, and though uh, we're going to go to quick some honorable mentions before we get to our number one choice there. Uh, I, I have a couple here I'll, I'll just throw out, and I want to definitely want to hear yours, Billy. Uh, one came to my life, uh, our, our mutual friend, uh, Brittany, Brittany yep. Wallach, uh, Brittany Wallach Key, uh, and her husband, Matt Key, went uh, to Japan on a, a trip. I think it was one of their, they may have gone twice now, but it was definitely like their first time, and they came back. They're like, wow, amazing, amazing. They're like, Ken, we got you something, because we thought of you. We saw there's a lot of Star Wars stuff over in Japan. And it's and I've seen you know I've been familiar with some of the weird uh, whether officially licensed or not I don't know but just some cool things um, and they came back with a Star Wars nail file it was an emery board you know uh, <laughs> and it is uh, I still have it and it's very cartoonish versions almost like when you see some of the emojis the hashtag emojis on Twitter that are Star Wars themed, yeah, yeah. that kind of design and it's got all of them on both sides. Vader, 3PO, Chewie, Han, Luke, Yoda, and you just rub your nails down on it. <laughs> File your nails. And I just love it. And I'll look at it and it's just like, you know, and I'm not, you know, 
I don't, I don't have a huge collection of uh, nail uh, uh, gear, um, so I'm like, this is this is it. This is the one I have. If you're gonna do it, <laughs> you might as well do it with a Star Wars yep. file, right? And look, I trim and you know nail. Uh, uh, you know, I don't have galactic uh, body wash lotion, to, but I do keep uh, my nails trim with Star Wars. Put some Lando cologne on. Lando you're ready to, <laughs> We're ready to hit Coruscant. The Star dude. Wars uh, <laughs> uh, personal care kit is what we need to. Uh, I also enjoy the uh, Star Wars trivia book back in the early. 80s from Rusty Miller, the then 11-year-old author. Uh, I have a few copies now. Joseph Scrimshaw actually got me a real pristine one lately, and I have in store somewhere my original version. I just love it. Trivia, it's trivia, but it was just so, like, it was the first time I remember, oh, you can, the little minute minutia of Star Wars is to be cherished, celebrated, and learned. <laughs> right. And I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, I haven't, actually. You, you can look it up. I, I, I could probably get, get you a copy. I think I, over the years I've, I've procure, procured a few now. Um, and it's real simple questions. Um, but even for, like, Schmodown stuff, I've trained with it because I've just, like, let me go back to the beginning. Uh, and this kid, and he's this great picture. I don't know where he is now. He's, like, he's like 11 times. Kind of a goofy uh, braces wearing redhead kid just in this photo with what like a totally like eighties nineteen eighties polo on, and it, and it just was like this kid put together like no one else thought about this. That's the, that's the documentary <laughs> I want to see. Yes, is the searching for Bobby Fisher of this. Yes. Kid, oh know? my god, that's a great. We got to work on that. Right. A um, uh, couple couple here, then we we'll hear yours. Uh, Force Awakens, and this isn't the first time I think fruit has been. Uh, a marketing trick, uh, but the BB-8 oranges. I I, th- I missed this completely. I saw your it, list. I was like, yeah. that, what? Yeah. Uh, so Force Awakens, the buildup, you know, we're getting all this stuff. And just you go to stores and be bags of oranges. And on the bag, that would a little logo that says Star Wars, BB-8. Why not? Why not? I love it. Look, it's healthier alternative than Star Wars cereal, (laughs) you know? (laughs) You know, it turns out our Star Wars cereal may have caused a lot of health problems in a couple (laughs) generations of kids. Um, Yeah, and it just was like, I remember seeing it for the first time in a store and being like, you got to be kidding me. But of course, and yes. Why not? Look, (laughs) if they had put Kylo Ren's lightsaber as a celery stock, I probably would have been like, that's beautiful. All right, why not? Yeah, and that's just, and that is Star Wars. It is uh, Mel Brooks' Spaceballs. Yep, he really (laughs) did a good job. That's all uh, true there. Um, And the final one for me is a recent one. And and a a listener actually sent one out to me. Gosh, I forgot to write down the name. I apologize. Um, I, I. I'm known for not being a huge fan of the puffer pigs in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, so a listener sent a puffer pig squeak toy out. It's pretty big. It, it's it's um, it's a few inches high, a few inches long, and uh, a few inches wide. Uh, and so it's a puffer pig, and it's great. And when you squeeze it, because it's a puffer pig, it makes a <laughs> sound. <laughs> and... I'll be honest with you, I didn't squeeze it when I first got it. It's kind of like a hard, you know, vinyl-y rubber, and I just sure. put it, I just like, ah, that's funny, that's funny. Put it on my shelf. And then one day my, my girlfriend just grabs it and just like, what is this? And I go, that's a puffer pig, and she squeezes it. <laughs> and our dogs go batshit. <laughs> and our, our male chihuahua is just like, I will murder the puffer pig. And so then it became just a source of entertainment. And so when it, what ends up happening is here's something I don't really enjoy in Star Wars. Don't enjoy myself the puffer pig. Now I'm like, I like, I like puffer pigs. Of course. You come full circle yeah, with that. That's what it does. I think if more kids had that really 
off-putting Jar Jar lollipop, <laughs> lollipop. That the, where you suck on his tongue like Lady and the Tramp. Maybe we would have all thought of him differently. <laughs> I have a lot of weird mixed feelings about Jar Jar now. So anyways, those are my honorable mentions. What are some of yours? Uh, going back to Taco Bell, Taco Bell and Star Taco Wars to me are just... They're just linked forever. Yeah. Anytime I have a taco from yeah. Taco Bell, I think of Star Wars. Yeah. But when episode one came out, they had these really rad cups. And they weren't oh, like these yeah. glasses. They were like full you know, plastic cups, but the tops mm-hmm. were like actual, like you could go to a store and pay like 10, 12 bucks for these types of cups. They were great. Yep. And they, a lot of times those were the most detailed first looks at characters yeah. that we saw. And I still have my Darth Maul one. That, you got that, that one was awesome. They're yeah. great. Uh, our friends at Black Series Rebels uh, Celebration this past year in Chicago released a set of pins that are commemorative uh, cup pins. Yeah. Uh, because it tie and, and they went so fast, as, as all the Black Series pens do. But they got, they they were like, hey, we're on the floor here at the celebration. They got swamp, like security come over. People that like didn't even really know who they were as a YouTube show were just like, I must have the pins of yeah. the cups. So, yeah, you're right. That's a pretty powerful piece of marketing. Star there. Wars and drinkware. There's a weird symbiotic relationship. Is. I don't know what it you is. You must see that you need each other. <laughs> um, uh, the other one, again, this was something I think I mentioned on one of the Star Wars ranks about the special editions, but mm-hmm. I, it just it's such a staple of my childhood was the mead star wars uh folders i had them in my my little trapper keeper yeah i had my i had they were just like the most gaudy 90s like like they were like heat vision looking almost like the way that the designs were just neon greens and purples and reds and it was like rebel (laughs) empire and you're just like calm down um but again like that was i i how many times a day in fifth sixth grade did you know were those just in my face all day every day so like i those those have a very special place in my heart yeah that's something where like on ebay i've I found some, but then they would sell, like, buy it now real quick before I could get them. If yeah. I had those in front of me, those are ones where I'd be like, what do, you, what do you want? What do you want? Gotta I'll get give it to you. That's great. Um, and then the last one is, like, incredibly sentimental. It's mm-hmm. not even the best um, yeah. book that's out there. But uh, the Return of the Jedi tie-in storybook, this was one where Luke yes. on the sail barge on the on the front cover. Yes. That's it, that photo that probably that yeah, I, thought, right. I thought was in the trailer my right. whole life. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like this. It was the softback version, like the library binding version. And it was in my fifth grade quote unquote class library, which is just a bunch of like goodwill books that are in the back of the room. And I quote unquote (laughs) checked it out, which meant I hoarded it in my desk (laughs) all year long. And I think at one point I convinced some other kid that wanted it. That was like, Oh, I, I don't think we ever had that. I don't shine. I, I think that, I brought yeah. that from home. Yeah. And my teacher was totally wise to it. <laughs> but she knew like Star Wars was my life. Yeah. So at the end of the school year, I, you know, I reluctantly put my head down because my mom was like, You you stole this. Yeah. So yeah. give it back. And I was like, here <laughs> you go. She's like, you know what? It's a library, mom. She's like, just keep it. Like Really? Yeah. She's like, You're wow. obviously this means a lot to you and wow. it's probably worth 75 cents so just keep it so i still have that somewhere and that's great I, look return of the jedi is middle of the road of my in terms of like my ranking of the yeah, star yeah. wars movies but that book just means mm. everything to me absolutely that's oh i love that yeah those books i have a lot of the you know when you hear our two 
chime, turn the page. Oh yeah. Those yeah. are all great. And there's a lot from that era there. Um, that's great. Well, we're going to round up our list here with uh, my number one, then go to uh, our guest number one so they can close out the show. And mine, I've mentioned it before on this show. Uh, Joseph has joked with me about it. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that is, I think pretty well known, but also it might not be to some people. My number one, the best Star Wars promotional tie-in item is the 1980 record by RSO Records, Christmas in the Stars, Star Wars Christmas album. This is one released in November of 1980. So, you know, Empire had been going around for a bit. New Hope uh, was uh, definitely uh, on everyone's mind. And Anthony Daniels said, yes. I will come back as C-3PO and sing on this record. And this, uh, Ben Burt also worked on some of the, uh, you know, sound effects for R2-D2 and Chewbacca because they appear. And it's just got wonderful songs like Christmas in the Stars, Bells, 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 The Odds Against Christmas. The f- it's, it's Bells, Bells, Bells to the tune of Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue. No, it's Bells, Bells, Bells. It's, 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 uh, it's, there, and there's dialogue between the tracks. Really? They talk to each other. These are original songs, or are they taking the original, score and putting words Original, to original. Yeah, wow. not, not quite Life Day, huh? Um, what, and then the famous one, the most famous one, What Can You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When He Already Owns a Comb? <laughs> R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. So these might be covers. Sleigh Ride, <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas. A Christmas Sighting, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and The Meaning of Christmas. Um, it is that three-minute, 24-second, What Can You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When He Already Owns a Comb? That's definitely... Definitely the key there. Uh, there's some great art on it. The original painting featured cover art by uh, Ralph McQuarrie. And it is a, a picture of, let's get the picture up here. It is C-3PO and R2 kind of uh, in a, uh, it's not loading up here. I was going to show you, Billy. But um, uh, it, it, it's there in like a very Christmas theme. There's a fireplace. It's a mantle. It's like a, it's like a very Dickens Christmas, but it's Star Wars. And so here's the thing: I, I, when I worked in radio in the mid '90s, um, this was sitting around in our production office, and I don't know why. And here I was, a Star Wars fan, and I used to play it, and not really on air or anything. But just it was like in the production studio. It was, it was great. I was, I, I never really knew it existed, right? I, I, I just one of those things that fell under my radar screen. And then towards the end of the radio run. Um, I don't know, much like Billy in the library as a kid, <laughs> the record wasn't there anymore. And suddenly, old Ken Epsock now had that record in his collection. Um, so I swiped it, took it, and I still have it, but I don't know where it is. There's a lot of storage opportunities that this could have uh, fallen into. So I have to, a lot of possibilities. So I have to search. I'm going to find it. It might be, I have some boxes at a friend of mine's house um, for a while when I ran out of room. Uh, I think it might be at my, could be at my parents' house. I don't know. I'm going to find it. And now that i got some record plays in the house, maybe I'll just order a copy if I can't find it. But Star Wars, uh, Christmas in the Stars, uh, Star Wars Christmas album, much like the holiday special, not the best, but also the best. Yeah. That's my number one. That, i, I got to get me a copy of this because I don't know – any of these songs you said the famous as if it's you know nat king cole sings christmas classics i i don't know any of those songs uh but i'm i'm definitely intrigued i love like the there's that weird gap of time it seems between like 78 and empire where it was the wild west of we could do whatever we want with star wars because it's not a thing yet yep yep (laughs) i i mean this comes out now 
I think people, uh, you know, go to Kathleen Kennedy's door and try to <laughs> rip right. it out of her house. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, and they shouldn't because it's great. It's silly. And like, yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. It was that early days of, I don't know, they want a Christmas album. <laughs> and then, it, and all jokes aside, I do love, I do love Anthony Daniels. We joke about, you know, he is a walking one man show. Um, but our, our pal Mark Ellis uh, just did a, the uh, press junket with him and actually told him to his face, like, thank you for being an ambassador of Star Wars. You, you know, through thick and thin, good times and bad, you've always been associated with it. And, and, and actually, it was, it was it, I don't know if the clip will ever see the air, see air, but it actually moved Anthony Daniels, especially here at the end of the run. And, and I look back and we can poke fun, but that's true. They, he's so protective of the character, but also so is the character that for them to be like, hey, do you want to sing a bunch of songs? Well, yes, of course. I'm C-3PO. <laughs> Who else? Would Who else would do it? <laughs> uh, I love that about him. And this is this is the this is the headlining event. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta snag a copy. You gotta of do that. that. So that's my number one, which means we're gonna close this show, Billy, with your number one best Star Wars promotional tie-in item. Yeah, again, this whole episode I've been talking about the literal and the and the figurative, yeah. the the bigger picture of Star Wars, and I think my number one marries them together so seamlessly that it had to be my number one. So as the Star Wars special editions Mm -hmm. coming out, you know, maybe I know power of the force had launched earlier, but it just seemed like I never saw it until then. And then it just, Star Wars was everywhere. Right. And I had just seen a new hope Mm -hmm. and I was like, I, I need everything. Yeah. Give me everything. I want want to know everything. I, I just want it all. Um, 97, we didn't have internet. Not at yeah. my house. There were, no, I didn't have it. I don't even know if I quite knew what it was. I knew, but I think we were just getting it. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah no, it wasn't, it was a privilege. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it wasn't, uh, you know, it's tough because now it's like if I watch a movie that I love, I'll hop on my phone and I'll yeah. know everything about how right. they made it. Yep. Uh, but I went to the grocery store. Uh, it was mm. it wasn't even a chain. It was our local uh, country boy. Okay, uh, went to Country Boy, and yeah. I I was I just was still in my this little dream world of seeing the movie. And all of a sudden, I walk past the magazine rack, and there is a magazine, and it's all black and in gold foil. It says Star Wars, and it's Darth Vader, a close up of the helmet, yeah. and in the eye, you just see Luke in his in his uh, in his best pin outfit with the blue mm. lightsaber. Mm. And that's all it said. It just said Star Wars. Right. It didn't say anything else. I was like, well, I, oh, I have okay. to add this. It's in a plastic bag. Yeah. Uh, so, so I was like, well, there's obviously a treasure trove of secrets <laughs> that they don't want me reading this all in the grocery it's store. Here. I must have this. Yeah. I must have must. this. Um, and it was the tops, uh, the, the card makers, like the baseball yeah. cards, but they do magazines too. It was the Topps 20th anniversary Star Wars official souvenir magazine. Right. Uh, and this yeah. was my Star Wars Bible. Yeah. I read that magazine cover to cover for like two years. Like there was no Wikipedia. There, no. For me, there was no chat rooms. There was no how, like, I, I know that there was that, like, the making of Star Wars or from it, from yeah. New Hope to Jet, whatever it was called. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the but, VHS tape. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But 
this magazine was, I was like, you know, it had little bios of the actors. Mm-hmm. So that's the first time I even was like, oh, they did other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because um, I wasn't into Indiana Jones yet at this point. So right, I was right, like, right. oh, that that one looks kind of neat, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. What's um, fugative? I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I was not a very uh, bright uh, reader at the time. Just uh, eating your cereal, yeah. Star Wars cereal. <laughs> fugative. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford. Ford and fuck it. Um, so, uh, not only that, this, so this had like behind the scenes stuff, right. but then it also like had pictures of like, it was like star Wars is back in an article. Mm. One of the articles in it was about all the merchandise. And there was a picture of FAO Schwartz from, uh, New mm. York somewhere. I never got to go cause I don't think it's there anymore. Right, right. Uh, but just to, they had this photo and it was like a spread and it was just mm. wall to wall star Wars toys with yeah. a big at, at kind yeah. of in the middle. And so it's like, Oh my God, all these things exist and then yeah. flipping. And it was, this was at the point where I think maybe people knew that the episode one was coming, but it was only lightly right, hinted yeah, yeah, at yeah, that yeah. maybe more star Wars would come in, you know, oh, at yeah. a later date. So it was like, we didn't know. Yeah. It was like all the past, all the present and the hope of the future was all in this one little magazine yeah and it was it was just everything to me i and so now when i uh you know now with trailers and and websites is we can go frame by frame yeah. by frame and that's cool and i i oh, we do, do it, it and i love it i yeah. do it wouldn't trade it but yeah but there's just something and maybe this is like the get off my lawn of me coming up but there's something magical about all I needed to know about Star Wars was in that one magazine. Right. And and I'm such a sucker if I go like to the grocery store and I see like special edition, yeah. like, you know, I, Avengers Endgame magazine, I have to buy it because that's <sighs> like my weird link to these yeah. movies are these like tie-in magazines that tell me nothing I don't already know at this yeah. point. But dude, I uh, I just did that at uh, Walgreens the other day. Drive actually driving to work with you at Screen. I mean to to go meet you up at Screen Junkies, where uh, I've been doing some part time work, and I uh, stopped at Walgreens and I needed something, and turned the corner. Uh, Newsweek looks back at the Star Wars saga. Yeah, must have. Right? <laughs> it's it's so strange, and even now, rationally, my brain like I the uh, I I will get it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it this morning, but I will get. They have a new official one for Rise of Skywalker. It's like mm. there is nothing in this magazine that I've not already right. seen that I don't already know. There's nothing it's going to introduce me to, yeah. and I probably am not going to sleep great tonight knowing that I didn't buy it didn't this buy, morning. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. The magazines, I still uh, just love the feel and the smell of magazines. Going to an old, like a Barnes & Noble or a Walden Books or a B. Dalton. And yeah. Going to the magazine rack and just like, what what little treasure trove of Star Wars information can I find there? That was our internet. That, that was, that's all I needed yeah. to like to propel me all the way Get to Phantom excited. Menace. Yeah. Love that. Man, that's a great list. This is a great topic, Bill. I can't thank you enough for coming up with that topic. Uh a lot of fun, a lot of memories, and I'm sure a lot of you out there have this, similar memories and experiences and, and other things. So don't for, forget, don't hesitate to reach out and share some pictures if you have them, even if they're not uh, from your collection, maybe just a memory. Uh, use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. Uh, go to Force Center Pod. Let us know. You can follow me at Kadamsock. And uh, Billy Biz, uh, you you got a lot of great shows uh, that you work on. Uh, tell them about them and where they can find them. Yeah, uh, at Billy A. Patterson on Twitter. Uh, Hot Takes with Billy Biz where uh, 
coming out, or maybe it's already out. I don't know. Uh, you and I are going to be talking about <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whole Star Wars, every theatrical movie that has Great. been released. Uh, kind of my, uh, I'm not trying to step on your toes, but no. my official ranking no, of, I love what, it. of where I would yeah. put them. And I've agonized over this list. Uh, yeah. So we're the, you can check it out there and, uh, yeah, watch Screen Junkies. Absolutely. Watch Screen Junkies, especially when I'm pressing buttons on some of the you're, shows. You're doing great, man. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Except for when uh, the, the people in SGO get into a Star Wars conversation. I'm in the booth uh, and I can't come How hard is it to like it's, have to keep switching when you're like, you're wrong, you're wrong, but I'm cutting to your camera? It's It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. No, it's been good. A lot of fun. Uh, hey, don't forget for Force Center, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Force Center. If you want to check out an Audible book on us, get a free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash Force Center, and uh, over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for a lot of different devices. Uh, we always like recommending books. Hell, yeah, you can try my book, Why We Love Star Wars, uh, narrated by me, not Anthony Daniels. Uh, uh, that's on Audible as well. So, uh, thank you, Billy. We'll bring you back soon. Star Wars ranked. It's the holidays season. It's the rise of Skywalker season, but hey, let's go back to where it all began. Those love of little pieces of memorabilia and memories. That is it. Star Wars has been ranked. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.